So yes, yeah, so I've had I had my glasses now for like three weeks, and I generally mm-hmm. do not know how I drove without them before. That's so dangerous. It's quite dangerous. And being yeah. being in the cinema for the first time with them, it was just a whole new experience. Like I could, it was like HD for the first time. I I kept taking them off and doing like this, like raising them above my eyes. It was. Um, How did you not realize that you needed glasses? It oh. wasn't until it, it sounds so terrible, but like it wasn't until I couldn't see the cinema screen <laughs> that I realized like this is really affecting my life now. You know, never mind driving and like being safe on the road. I well, I always I've been wearing glasses since I was like twelve or thirteen, but I refused to believe that I needed glasses, and so for like six or seven months I refused uh at school I would just be like no I can see the board and then anytime a teacher would ask me something I'd be like I would just guess like it was uh, it was bad I don't know why I was so against glasses but um I took my glasses off to clean them the other day in front of a student she was like you look so scary without your glasses and I was like all right I'll never take them off again scary (laughs) wow that's um that's a bit extreme and yeah. I was like, all right, well, well no, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I've had, like, like health-wise for me recently has not been too great. Not that bad eyes is bad health, but, like, mm-hmm. so last week I had an infection with my wisdom tooth. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It, it was horrible. Like, it makes you laugh, like, when you're, when you are... <laughs> Sorry, there's the dog away. <laughs> the wee feeder away. It's okay. Like, when you're unhealthy, you don't realise, like, how lucky you are to be healthy. Because, like, literally, I could not eat anything. I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. Yeah. I, was, I was waking up in the middle of the night. I was dreaming about having toothache. It was, um, it was mad. But I went to the dentist. It's the first time I've been to the dentist in a long time. And why do they ask you questions when they've got their hands in your mouth? I sorry, the dog is just like whimpering me there. Um, the limelight of um, the show. That always that oh I know that always confused me as well because like I had braces and stuff, so I would have had such like I've had so many like orthodontist dentist appointments, and they would be like oh blah blah blah, and you're like I can't I. Yeah. Well, it was quite mm. strange because she said to me, "I'm going to clean your teeth now, and if it's painful, just lift up your left arm." But then the other nurse lent on my left arm so I felt trapped and I was like this is going to be like some final destination moment it's all good you know but um it was fine and my tooth is fine now so I feel I feel better but yeah it's did you have to get it removed no they don't really like removing wisdom teeth now so um they gave me some antibiotics and they said like it's fine what Bud's re- Bud's really oh, interested about your wisdom teeth too. he's like that's so that sounds so horrible is that what you're saying it's so horrible I like to think that the Eastern. majority of my podcast audience is dogs, just somehow yeah. found, find, finding their way to a, a mobile Here device. in like very strange high yes. frequencies in our podcast. Yes. Um, was I say? Yeah, so it's been a while since I've actually recorded a podcast because of my tooth. Last week I could not do anything, so I report, recorded myself talking for like an hour. It was not a great say. idea. So... Yeah, we've had a little bit of a gap. So, yeah, and I'm going on holiday next week, so there's going to be another gap. So I'm really sorry if you're listening to this and thinking, for God's sake, where's your where are you timing? Going? I'm going to Cape Verde. Which is in Italy? It's it, in Italy, <laughs> nearly. It's in West Africa. It's an island. I was so close, though. You were so, yeah. So I, I, to be honest, Lauren, I hadn't even heard of the place until we we'd looked it up and booked yeah. it. But tomorrow we're having injections. <gasps> I, I yes. had to get ones for going to Cambodia. That was not my favourite. What ones are you getting? Tomorrow I am getting hepatitis, tetanus, uh, yeah, and typhoid. I, those are the three I got. How funny. Yeah, so... Um, um, which, there was one of them that was awful. 
Oh, great. Thank you for this. I mean, they were all fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much fun. There was one of them that was really sore, but um, I think it was because the nurse, whatever way she did it, it bled. And that doesn't normally happen. It's all good. So yeah, I've got uh, two two injections tomorrow, and uh, that's going to be lots of fun. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, what I was going to talk about this week briefly was so this this weekend, I went home for the first time mm-hmm. since moving up north, and it was so strange. And yeah. I was going to ask you because obviously you moved away to Wales, didn't you, for university your first time? Yeah. What was it like? What was it like coming back for the first time? brilliant because i hated wales <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> no offense i know fan. that your like family's from wales and stuff um i think it's it's i don't know I, I don't think i stayed there long enough to really miss or well i missed it no I, I don't know it felt uh i don't know i remember having like a warm fuzzy feeling in my stomach being excited to go home but i, I think that was all it really was yeah, like a, it's like a weird feeling at home, isn't it? Because like, cause like for me, because like I never really felt at home when I lived at home, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, I feel like being in a long distance relationship, you're you're like you're always longing to be like somewhere else. And even before I was in that relationship, I was kind of like always just longing to be somewhere else anyway, because I was mm-hmm. just really unhappy with my situation. But um, it was really strange because like it was just odd being around my friends, and being part of group text messages and just um yeah it was quite strange it was quite an odd feeling and but at the end of it I kind of felt like I'm going home home now like oh really yes it kind of reminded me why I did move away in the first place like Mm -hmm. I love my friends and I'm so happy to spend time with them and if I could just bottle them all up and like put them over here Mm. it would be amazing but yeah it wasn't it was an odd experience and it was weird seeing how some people particularly my family had not changed in like eight weeks it was really funny actually because my mom she got a new tv and she was like oh while you're here you can set up the netflix password um yes my mom uses my netflix account and i said like why didn't you just message me when you got the new tv and she said oh i didn't want you to think that i was only messaging you for the netflix password and i said well the easy way to combat that is to message me more often <laughs> so now i've made a new That's rule true. for my mother yeah to message her firstborn child on a weekly basis so we shall see how this goes I doubt it will go very far but yeah so that was um that was that um how have you been have you been touring or anything uh no I haven't been doing much um I had two gigs yesterday though so I'm a bit tired which is why I keep yawning so apologies in advance and now you're yawning because I said yawn um oh god this is terrible I I know. Um, no, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. Uh, I played um, a garden party yesterday, which was cool. Um, my my friend put on like a, a little garden party, and then um, there's this festival in Belfast called uh, Women's Work Festival. So it's like the third year. It's like music, uh, women and music, and they bring loads of women from everywhere to do panels and stuff, and then they do like you know female lineup gigs and stuff like that um so last year yeah it's really really good like um uh, that sounds really cool yeah um it's only the third it was the third year um this year but uh the first year I went to a couple panels and then last year I was lucky enough to play at it and then this year we we closed it out um uh doing a Joni Mitchell tribute thing so like (gasps) everyone learned some Joni Mitchell songs and we all kind of sang our bits and I was 
so scared because I love Joni Mitchell, <laughs> but I uh, can't sing as high as her and her guitar playing is ridiculous. Like, it's just so good. Um, so I was like shaking really bad. But um, I think I survived and it went well. And then we did like Big Yellow Taxi and we all got on stage and sang and all. It was fun. Um, but Aww. I'm so tired. <laughs> I can imagine. I, yeah, like you, I am absolutely wrecked. Like I did a three hour three and a half hours drive from da- up here to down How many? there and then again on sunday three and a half hours uh without stopping because i was going to stop halfway and then i just thought you know what i'm just going to carry on yeah and it was and then on the way back about 45 minutes before i reached home my wing mirror fell off just fell off as in it was it had been loose for a while did you hit something no, no, I didn't hear anything for once. For once, it's like you know I in the office whenever enough. Jim's like Michael said he, <laughs> Michael said he went over a speed bump on that freeway, and it's like who did he kill? Yeah, yeah. who did he kill? <laughs> I, love that. I um so yeah um it's uh yeah so I'm currently trying to sort that out. So I'm gonna have a um yeah it's like the whole winger or like the cover the whole week like the cover had gone off some some time ago. Um, due to another accident that was not my fault obviously um and then no seriously it was not my fault I got hit, I got hit by another car it was it was I was quite surprised it wasn't my fault I was like oh my god you didn't do a bad thing this time but uh um sorry yeah so basically it had been loose and then I think because I was like obviously traveling at some distance for quite some time yeah the wind just picked up and it just, it just fell up it, took off um and it was after it happened I was like right so that's that um right and it's so hard to drive that driver side route honestly oh it was um, your driver side too it was horrible Mm. I'd like look stick my head out the window like a dog to see if it was going behind me um so yeah that was that so yeah it was quite I'm absolutely knackered today so Mm. I am on your boat so we will try and wrap this up and get some sleep what do you reckon yeah, maybe because I have to drive to Dublin tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god! I'm going to see I, Heim. Oh, I, I have a load go, coming up. I'm so excited. Oh, you're so lucky. I was going to see Arctic Monkeys, but it's just too expensive. Like, I'm sorry, but I paid. I think I paid like sixteen pound fifty the first time I saw Arctic Monkeys, and I can't pay seventy five pounds. It's just no, no. I know concert tickets are getting so expensive though because no one's buying music anymore. <laughs> Uh, says the girl who has a Spotify uh, membership. So yeah, this is probably true. Um, I mean, anyway, I, I, say, I can say now that no, I'm on Spotify. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like, you gotta, um, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. Hustle. But, you gotta yeah. hustle. You know. Um. Anyway, so sorry, but it's going mental downstairs. It's okay. It's probably just my voice. He's probably thinking, "Who is this Essex sounding?" <laughs> wench in in my ear holes so um yes we're going to do the uk box office now this is a first because this week lauren has seen more films than i have i but it's it's not impressive like it's you've just had a bad spell yeah i've well i've been ill and i've been busy and it's just impossible to get to the cinema and there's nothing really been out i really wanted to see yeah so um yeah so there's that now this top 10 is probably going to be like a tiny little bit out of date because it didn't refresh the day today i'm just gonna actually double check it yes it's oh my god it's refreshed i'm gonna oh for god's sake have i lost no have you seen more than me hopefully hopefully my no i don't think you have hopefully my notes will be um um any that you have no research on we can just guess what it's about for fun yeah we'll just do that so (laughs) the ones i did do research on 
yeah, it's just pointless anyway. Okay, so at number at number ten, it's McQueen. What do you think that's about, Lauren? McQueen is. I actually know what this is about. It's a documentary about Alexander McQueen. Is Lady Gaga in it? Or is it a film about the Queen enjoying McDonald's? I'm gonna go with yes, and I'm gonna go with it's incredible. She just drives a wee jeep in the drive-through. She just yeah, the corgis are in the back. She loves driving that wee jeep. She's just she's just going for it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go with that. So yeah, number okay. ten is McQueen. Uh, number nine is a film called Kala. I've not actually heard of this one. No, no, I'm just gonna quickly. Uh... Oh, no, no, no. You guess, guess what it's about. Guess what oh, it's about. Guess. Okay, I guess it's about a dog called okay. Kala uh-huh. who cures the blind. Oh, it definitely doesn't die at the end. Definitely doesn't die at the end. No one dies in this film. Okay. Every dog is. It has a life expectancy of ninety years. Yeah. As they should. The dogs don't love um, us all. The dogs don't love us all. Um, seriously, though, it is, it's an Indian film, uh, which oh, I've not seen, I'm no. afraid. Okay, number eight. I, I didn't is... say, oh, no, it's an Indian. I meant, oh, oh God, no. we, should have took it, we should have took it seriously and not mocked. <laughs> we should have taken it seriously name. and not mocked Indian cinema. Uh, at number eight, it's Show Dogs. I've not seen this, but I saw the trailer, and it's got a astonishing... Or something, isn't it? And then... It's got a 2.9 IMDb rating. Oh, my God, I've never seen an IMDb rating so low. I was shook. 2.9. It's, um, yeah. So there's that. Number seven, you've got Blade Runner. I think that's uh, being re-released in a lot of secret cinemas at the moment. It was re-released uh, the last time, like the first podcast we did Yeah, as well. it's been in the top ten for like about mm. a month and a half or something. Mm. At number six, you've got Sherlock Gnomes, which is a typical, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, two reasons two reasons why I won't go see this film one of which I think Johnny Depp um, is the voice of one of the characters yeah. so uh-uh. and uh, it's just the typical kids half term film they have to release yeah. one to like you know what's your second and- reason you hate gnomes <laughs> gnomes really freak me out yeah. I really don't like, like gnomes like <laughs> Asda please stop selling gnomes there's so many gnomes everywhere you turn there's so gnomes many. I just, I just do not like it. I just, yeah. if someone buys me a gnome as a moving in present, I'm gonna be really angry. Gonna, so if I, I had, this fear if I wasn't well, scared, I would send you a gnome. <laughs> do you know what I get scared of? It's like if I come into the garden one day and they've like moved, mm. and I just, yeah, I just don't like it. So then no, you would no need gnomes. to call Sherlock gnomes. I'd be, but so- <laughs> boom. Full circle, full circle. <laughs> I like that. Referring back, that's a good stand-up comedy moment. Uh, yeah. At number five is Avengers: Infinity War, which I think we've talked enough about. We have. I'm quite surprised okay. Two this podcasts. didn't stay. Yeah, I'm quite surprised this didn't stay at number one for a long time. But the films that we're about to talk about, well, they've no more than no doubt overtaken it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, at number four, you've got Book Club. Which is directed by yeah. oh god, it's directed by a bill called Bill uh, Bill Holderman, who everything he directs looks so boring. What else is he it's done? Us- it's usually I think he did a film like A Walk in the Woods that had Robert Redford in it, and he was just walking in the woods. Oh. But yeah, so not not going to be going to see Book Club. At number three, you've got Deadpool two. Okay. Talk to us about this, Lauren, because you've seen this. Um. Well, here right. Okay. I saw Deadpool two in IMAX. Oh, um, fancy. I didn't really think I needed to see it in IMAX, but my cousin wanted to see it in IMAX, and I was like, that's cool. Um, it was fine. Um, I really liked... <laughs> fine! I really liked the, f- the first Deadpool. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really refreshing. It was like a really like a new take on a superhero movie. I didn't think that the second one was... F- 
as funny or as good. But what I will say is that I also was just really like pissed off because um, the very start of the film just does like the most typical trope ever and it drove me mad for the whole film I was like I can't believe they've done this like I couldn't believe they did it and I don't want to spoil it and there'll be no spoilers I but... think I know what it is is it to do with a woman mm-hmm. yeah I know exactly what they've done and that is actually piss poor yeah so um yeah and it, it, it just I couldn't enjoy it then because I was like I can't believe this is like it, what it, they've it, done it, uh, Do you know yeah. what? There's um, I'm not going to say what it is, but have you have you seen the Bourne movies with um? I nearly said Jason Derulo there. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Derulo in Bourne supremacy. Um, yeah, the 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 Bourne movies. So I, I remember watching the first Bourne movie, The Bourne Identity, mm-hmm. and I was like, I really like this film. And then I watched the next film, which is The Bourne Supremacy, I think. Sure. And that's that trope happens at the beginning of that film, and mm. I, I didn't even finish it. I was so pissed off. I know I was like, it really, really upsets me when they do it. It just really annoys me, and oh, it drives me mad. But um, yeah, so I will, I will probably see it. I don't think I'll go to the cinema because I've heard so much about it that I just think that it's just a wasted trip. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard about the end credit scene. I've heard about blah blah blah. But I um, can't even remember yeah. the end credit scene. Really? Well, that's there you go. I've heard that from a lot of people that it's very forgettable. But I did see it like three weeks ago and I have a terrible memory, but... Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, <laughs> and number two is uh, Solo, which I've not seen. I can't really be bothered. It sounds terrible. And I know there's I... about a thousand boys right now who are like, what do you mean you can't be bothered? It's Star Wars. I do kind of want to see it, but at the same time, I also am indifferent. I um, that... I can wait. Like, I'm not desperate yeah. to see it. The yeah, only like, thing that makes me want to see it is Donald Glover. That is the only yeah, thing. Me too. I'm really, really happy that he's in the biggest limelight of his life right now. But do you know what I don't understand is how everyone's doing this. I don't know whether it's a joke. I hope it is. Or like a meme Meme when they're like, oh my God, Donald Glover and Childish Gambino are the same person. And like, that's yeah, they, funny. They... I know. It's just like... Well, maybe it's like funny for people that have only recently discovered him, but like, which I think is the case, yeah. Whereas we, oh my god, this is the most hipster thing. I can't even finish my sentence. But we watched Community. We were like really into. (laughs) I knew Donna Glover before he released Camp. Like I, I knew him when he did an EP. I know. I got those free downloads on whatever was like Mediafire or whatever he put on. Oh my god! Yeah, Mediafire. Oh my yeah. god! I remember downloading it when he like po- He had like a blog and everything. Like, he used to be very social media heavy, and obviously now in the later years, I mean, he suffered with depression, didn't he? So he's kind of like stepped yeah. away, which is totally understandable. But um, mm-hmm. it is funny. It's well, he's not funny. It's just great to see how his career has progressed, yeah. and he's so talented. So I'm really happy. There's a rumor that he might be the next Willy Wonka. But I love the my favorite thing about this is every <laughs> time someone writes like shares that newsfeed, someone just um, shares it with like Janelle Monae. Yeah. they're like nope Janelle Money. Janelle Money, which I think would be a great cast it would be incredible if Janelle Money was Willy Wonka amazing I'd, <sighs> I'd be front of the queue for that me too okay and number one this week is Jurassic World The Fallen <laughs> Kingdom this is like us um, singing the Avengers theme again yeah um, so yeah, so we need I'm to just sing so you excited. theme. We need to find you a theme. I don't, yeah, I don't have a theme. I need to make one up. Every time I try, no, I'm not going to say it. I wonder, do you know anyone who makes 
music. Oh, if only I knew someone who made music and had a great voice and was like <laughs> in my life. See, a... uh... Oh, hey, Lauren. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. hi, Mark. <laughs> From right here. Oh. I got an egg shaker. Not having it all. Not having it all. Not having it all with Karis Rian and Lauren Bird sometimes. I do what song I've got in my head right now is you know Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Do you watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend? (laughs) Don't (laughs) offend me by asking that question. (laughs) The song I've got in my head is You're my best friend, but I know I'm not yours, but that's okay. I love that song. I I always sing that one. That's like yeah. It's so relevant. It's quite relevant to, to to this week's theme, actually. Anyway, getting back I on have point. Friends, I definitely, definitely have friends. Definitely have friends. <laughs> friends, friends, friends. Friendly friends. I have all the friends. I love that. Friends. I'm Jason and I'm really into Dizzy's revolution. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, I need to. We need to get back to Jurassic Sorry. World, yeah. the Fallen Kingdom. Oh, I was going to say that major silence. Yeah, so Lauren doesn't like Jurassic World because she doesn't like dinosaurs. So <laughs> she's not seen this one. I've I have seen the see trailer it. and IMAX, IMAX was too scary. It was quite scary. Well, mm. I went to see this. I was really excited. I went the first day it came out on my own and on with my, my glasses. Own. On my own. Stop singing. Show tunes. Seeing things in HD. <laughs> Oh, sorry. With no one there beside me. Because <laughs> my boyfriend is an asshole. I'm joking. Um, so. Anyway, Jurassic World. Really excited because mm-hmm. it's, you know, the last one. I didn't expect much from it and I thought it was a really good, well put together film. It kind of touched on the original films. It was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. This film is not. Oh. It basically, so the dinosaurs have been left on the island and the a bit like the old sequel where they go back to save them. This one, there's a volcano about to erupt. And so there's this guy and he's like, oh, we've got to go back to the, oh, we got to go back to the island. We're going to save all the species. You're going to help us. And basically they don't. They want to take the species and sell them to Russians. And it's just so stupid there's no storyline there's no okay lauren do you have something to say okay uh dear listeners of not having it all with caris uh we recorded this podcast two days ago and then my mum called me and asked me if i wanted to make flurry and then i said no and also i forgot to check that the recording continued and we continued to ramble for like 35 minutes 35 or so minutes, and yeah. didn't record any of it so the rest of this podcast <laughs> is based on true events it's based on true events my fault but i we're doing it again we're trying our best we're doing it again yeah we're trying our best so <sighs> you will have heard like i i'm sure i would have put like a little bit of music or something to cover up the little mess that we had <laughs> but the last thing we were talking about was jurassic world yep. um and yeah, so we're probably much going to move on for it now, but I'm sure we'll discuss. I'll discuss it again next week if there's anything further I think about adding, okay. which I don't think there will be. But what we are going to talk about is what's coming out this Friday, which I am going to go see. But you're not going to see Lauren because you don't like scary films. Yeah, not going to see it. It's hereditary. 
which I think I'm saying right, but I don't know whether the accent up here is affecting me. I already. think everyone says it com- different compared to or hereditary. I would say hereditary. I would say hereditary. I not hereditary. That's how I would say it. I'm sure I heard someone the other day say hereditary. I, I think I said. I think I said hereditary. But that was me overly hereditary. forcing it, and when I think about it now, I would definitely say Are you ready to hereditary. It's hereditary. It's like you know when someone's like, do you say caramel or caramel? Oh, oh! I haven't thought like, about that it's before. Like that. Now I don't know how to say yeah. it. I exactly. Then you're caramel. like, I don't remember how I speak words. Yeah, caramel, right. caramel. But you know what? Sometimes people say my name, and I'm like, have I got my name wrong? Is my name Karis or Karis or? You know? I thought your name was Karis for like four years until we actually Karis. spoke. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people do that as well. And because like with my job, I'm on the phone quite a bit. I get mm-hmm. so many different names. Carrie, Karis, Charlie, Paris, Carrie, Karen, Cara, Cora. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i just going to start calling and be like, hello, it's Fred. Can yeah. I sp- please speak to so-and-so? <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, Hereditary's out this Friday. Uh-huh. It looks Super unreal, excited. though, but it's, it's too scary. It does. It's, you know, it's it's by A24. It's got Tony Collette in it. It it looks really cool. And, uh, so yeah, I'm going to go see it this weekend, but like any horror film, like, I was really excited about that film The Witch that came out a few years ago that was by A24. Mm-hmm. And was super disappointed. Oh, really? So who knows? So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, so that's out this Friday. What is out on Monday? Ocean's Eight? It oh, is indeed. Okay. Ocean's Eight, which um, which has been receiving bad reviews, as expected, because it's got girls in it. And but one of the funniest reviews I read was like, "This is why we shouldn't have made Ghostbusters with all women." Mm. So, it's those kind of people, really. But it looks really fun. I'm re- actually really excited, and I think that if it does spur like Ocean's Nine and Ocean's Ten, yeah, I'm why not? I mean, I I, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of the other Ocean's movies. I don't think I have either. I think I watched like maybe half of one, like ITV two once, but I was no, never really. I haven't into seen them. it. Yet. Too many men. Too many. <laughs> too many men. Too many many. Men. No, uh, it's not that. But no, it's just not really my vibe. But um, what I've seen on Twitter is that everyone talks about how great Anne Hathaway is, which I am happy that we are back to loving Anne Hathaway. Because I always yeah, she stepped off the mark for a few years, didn't but she? But I always loved her. Yeah. People just give her a hard time because she cared about things. I really... I'm excited to see Sarah Paulson in, like, a really big blockbuster movie. I'm just excited movie. to see Sarah Paulson in anything that she ever does. Oh, I love... I just love her so much. And I just... And do you know... I don't know if you know this because I only found this out recently through someone tweeting. Do you know that in the film, Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett's characters are in a relationship? What?! I know. That's spoilers. That's spoilers. I'd have been so shocked if that. No, it's not because it's my friend went to a premier a preview screening and he come out and he said, um, "Have you seen any advertising about the fact that Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett are a couple?" And I was like, "No." But yeah, apparently people are saying or assuming that maybe they haven't done it because they didn't want to kind of focus the market in on you know, because God forbid she be a lesbian, people won't go see the film, you know. Yeah. But, that's mad, I don't... I mean, if people are going to go... Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm excited. Because, you know, out of eight women... Yeah, I'm... It's just... I it's mean, a great is cast. It, is it, like, one in four people are gay? 
It is a great cast. I'm really excited. And I hope yeah. on the next one we have like some more more people involved because it would just be so much fun just to carry on adding all these fantastic women. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that's out this next week. Um, yeah, we're moving into June now, so we've got the summer blockbusters coming up. So We're halfway through June, um, nearly. I know. Where's it gone? Where's it actually gone? Do you gone? know what? It's going to be Christmas before we know it. <laughs> We say, I think we say this every year. Mm. It's just how it is, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's um, that's film done. Moving on quickly to TV. You'll be very happy to know that I've started catching up with The Handmaid's Tale already. Oh, good. But one thing with this show is I love it so much, but every time I watch an episode, I feel like I've been punched in the mouth. Oh, me too. It took me ages to get back into because it. Because it's so brutal. Mm. Oh, gosh. It's so... It's so... I think harrowing is the right yeah. word. I think it's because it's so close to actual modern day. Mm-hmm. Like, it could it could actually happen. It really uh, kind of takes you back. And I watched I watched the second episode where um, Alexis Bazile, it's mainly about her character. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it just absolutely tore me apart. I know. Absolutely tore me apart. Um, um but I'm absolutely loving it. I love it so much. I've I'm I think uh, like up to date entirely. But um, I did fall out of it for like maybe three weeks just because I was like, this is so hard. I can't watch it anymore. And then mm. I got back into it, and the last couple episodes have been especially great. I think so. Um, I'm hoping that it continues a bit a bit less brutal in that path because yeah. it is. I mean, yeah. I know it's it's important stuff and all, but it's just so hard to watch to watch yeah i think it's not i don't think you could ever binge it like i was gonna watch two episodes last night and i was just like no i need a i need i need to put parks and record it's like i need like five weeks in between (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do i need like one episode per year i know that would be absolutely great um so yeah um i catching up on that i finished off santa clarita diet which i absolutely loved I finished off the new season of Kimmy Schmidt, which I know you're waiting to watch because you want to space it out, which is a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, no, the new new season of Kimmy Schmidt is really fun. Titus is as Titus as ever. You've got Busy Phillips who makes it. Um, oh, this is the thing, yeah. Role. I I didn't know she was in it. And I... Yeah, I didn't either. She turns up, I think, in the, the fourth, fourth episode and I was like, oh, because I do love yeah. her. I think she's fantastic. Her Instagram stories I love are her always... Instagram. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh god, it's just so fun. It's like a comedy show in oh, itself. Oh, it's brilliant. And she's so laid back. Um so yeah, that's it. she's in that. So yeah, those are shows I have watched. I have um I've given Westworld a little bit of a break. Mm. We're seeing other people right I, now. It, I think that Westworld is seeing other people every episode I'm watching. I'm like, what is this to do? <laughs> what like oh, I'm again, I think I'm up to date maybe an episode behind on Westworld and um I genuinely, genuinely have no clue what's happening. No, I think it's um I think it's tried to be too um I don't even know what the word is. It's just it comes across as a very arrogant show. And yeah. I just Oh, we've got a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's dog has just decided to sit sit on her in front of her camera so right now all i can see is his bum no it's actually the side of his head <laughs> he's a uh, he's a uh, he's decided to join us buddy what are your thoughts on westworld well i will say <clears throat> that buddy um does be in the room while i'm watching westworld 
And he is just as confused as I, I am. I, I thought as much. That is um, that is the general consensus, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. He's, he's not you, moving God. at all. Now he's just like, this is my spot. No, he's, he's here not to, he's here to mm. stay. Um, so, yeah, one show I've not watched that is on Netflix now is Arrested Development, Aye. the new season, which I think is season five. Um, I mean, I spoke about this with you recently, and I just... I don't know whether it's the con- 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 that's another word people say funny controversy controversy mm-hmm. contra- I've never contra- said controversy I don't know how to say words anymore there's an well con- controversy con- I can't con- um yes yeah, so I've not watched it I probably will but it's just not really top of my list right now I don't think I can stand to watch Jason Bateman and, for well Je- Jeffrey Tambor mainly but he oh uh, yeah I, I mean know. I just was, was he sacked from his other show or not I just basically I just want to hug Jessica Walters. One one show we did watch with um bated breath or I don't know if that's the right word is a little show called 13 Reasons Why. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So it's, at the end of season 1, I did I mean I really did like the season first season of this show. I thought yeah, it was really like interesting. Like I felt like I I really liked I defended it even. I did, yeah. I did. I defended it a lot, actually, on Twitter, on Tumblr, everywhere, really. I really liked the way it handled sexual assault. I really thought it was quite eye-opening for, like, using social media and young people and how quickly photographs can be shared yeah. around. Then I heard they were doing season two, and I immediately thought, no, because I just thought, they've done the story, you know, it's 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 been done, you know. But, of course, this is money, this is Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they had to make another one. So I was excited to watch it, and then it really felt like a chore to watch it. I don't know about you. How did you feel? I actually... Mm, I actually was... I didn't find it that hard to watch, but I, I just didn't really... It just made me more and more annoyed, but not in like a, oh, I don't want to watch it way. It was like, oh, I want to see what happens, but also I can't believe these are the choices they're making. <laughs> It was. Every, do you know what I got as well? The swearing. It was really they forced, to add wasn't the it? The word fuck. I... If every single sentence they added the word fuck, like I counted one episode and they said it forty-two times, and I just think it doesn't add anything. And for some of the characters, like Clay, it just didn't really suit his yeah. character. But yeah, they added they added swear words in, and there was I just, I didn't like the storylines. It wasn't that I didn't like them because they weren't interesting. It was because I just thought they were really tacky. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like they, in this season, they were doing everything that they were accused of doing in the first season. He's sorry. He's actually licking you on the screen. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh. Do I look delicious? Um, that's the I most know. attention I've had from a man <laughs> in a long dog, time. Honestly, a dog um, licking the screen. Maybe the only I should start a webcam I... show for dogs. I know. Um, the only thing that I thought they did relatively well was Jessica's storyline um and I liked and I liked um a little bit of what they did with Sky's character but I think the rest of it um because we were talking about this uh when we recorded the podcast on Monday um and we were kind of (laughs) talking about um the school shooting aspect of it and things like that and I think we were saying how they um had kind of put themselves in a corner because they had foreshadowed it in season one um but the way that they handled it like they were trying to almost justify it and it was just awful it was terrible i mean the um the character of tyler throughout the second season it kind of always foreshadows like you said a school shooting there's he's heavily involved in guns and Mm. he um 
he obviously at the end of the season one we saw a big collection but the way that i mean i'm gonna if you if you want to watch a season two of stranger things i suggest skipping <laughs> 13 reasons why 13 reasons why not <laughs> not stranger things stranger things is fine why was i thinking of stranger that's so bizarre stranger things is fine you can you know um yeah yeah sorry back on track basically <laughs> tyler um the character of tyler is like i said if you don't want to get spoiled um tyler is raped in the bathroom by one of the jocks with a broom handle and mm. not only did i find it actually quite unrealistic to the i just don't think three boys who have just gone through a rape court case would do that mm-hmm. and i think it was really random and I don't think they actually did a, enough trigger. Not tr- I think I don't think they put, put enough trigger warnings at the start of the episode, and it then leads him to think that the only way he can resolve this is to do a school shooting, which Clay stops. And a lot of people criticise that because they said you should never, we shouldn't be teaching children to confront school shooters, mm-hmm. especially in the day and age where it is a regular, yeah, bloody occurrence in America. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's um it's a big old mess and they've just announced they're doing the season three and I honest I don't think I'll be watching it. What do you think? Uh I'm I'm I don't want to watch it, but at the same time I'm like oh, I'm probably gonna watch it because I'm a trash person. You it's kind of like a car crash. You you get curious, don't you? About yeah, yeah. That's it exactly. Um, I but I, but then I'm just part of the I mean, problem. It's a, it's a year away. Huh? Part of the problem. I know. I am problem. though. But I mean, that's... it's a year away. But yeah, that's um. To be honest, like as for me, I was just I was just watching it to get it over and done with. I wasn't watching it because I was like, oh, I can't wait to get home and watch it. And I just once it was over, I was kind of like, oh, thank God for that. Yeah. I get my evenings back. But yes, that was certain reasons why. So that is the end of. Oh, sorry. Now one more. I watched a new season series on Netflix that came out recently called Safe. Ah, okay. Have you heard of it? Yeah, uh, it's come up on my, like, recommended or something, but I haven't watched it. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, a, it's a crime drama. It's actually set in England, but it's got uh, Michael C. Hall, who was the guy from Dexter. Dexter. yeah. So he's got a really good English accent, actually. And uh, it's better than mine. And, That's because uh, he is he, English. Uh, basically, shut up. Is he English? Yeah. No, he's not. Is he? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. You are such no, a No, he's American. Cat. I'm joking. I knew you were lying. <laughs> you are so lucky. You're such a... Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. See, see, I, we're about to, we're going to talk about toxic friendships later. I'll, I'll be mentioning that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool. He's... Um, yeah, his daughter goes missing, but there's like a whole other storyline of a boy that's found dead, and it's um it's really good actually. I'm surprised it was on Netflix because you it come across as quite a typical like BBC drama, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. So there's that. But yeah, that is the end of our TV in film talk. Woo woo woo! Dun dun dun. So moving on to this week's theme, which is I was kind of well not struggling, but I kind of listed out a bunch of themes a while ago, and like this is quite a nobody really talks about it enough i think mm-hmm. but i feel like it happens so often uh but this week's theme is toxic friendships which i think we've all possibly unfortunately encountered at least once in our life yeah um for me i've encountered it three times three 
maybe three at least well three that has like been very noticeable yeah in my life anyway but yes so I did obviously a little bit of research because this podcast is very important so a UCLA study revealed that stressful friendships can cause high levels of protein in the body causing inflammation that can over time cause diabetes and even heart disease and that breaking up a toxic friendship can be harder than leaving a marriage that is that is insane it is pretty it is pretty severe so i was going to test you on some of the most toxic friendships in a film because obviously this is a film oh. and kind of self care podcast so okay. what is um can you think of any on the top of your head mingers yes that's in there um um oh, this is so stressful um I'm literally looking at my giant stack of DVDs and I'm like... Um, They're mainly um, all, like, all girl films, to be honest. Oh, there are a few, Matt. There are a few men in there. Bridesmaids? No. No, it's not. Um, Although, to be fair, that could be because you've got that character played by Rose Byrne, Byrne, haven't you? Yeah, but... uh, um, (laughs) I... Toxic friendships... (laughs) Uh, do you give up? Do you give in? Do you give um, in? Uh, this is how stubborn Lauren is. She will not give in. She has to have one more answer. Clueless. Yes, because to be fair, Cher isn't exactly um, a good friend at first, is she? Because she just wants to change tie. So yeah, that's a good shout. I'll let you Legally have that. blonde. Okay, I'll give you the rest of the answers now. <laughs> Legally blonde. Yes. Yes, yeah, okay, I'll give you that what too. Is it? By the way, they're making Legally Blonde 3. I haven't seen the second one, but I've seen the first one at least you know 34 no. times. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've seen the second one either. I'm such a fake fan. We'll have to get together and watch it. That's our next I've heard um, it's really bad, movie though. date. Yeah, I have heard it's really bad too. It'll be no... It's called like Red, White and Blonde, isn't yeah, it, or something? Yeah, it'll be no Ricky and the Flash. No. Oh, God, what a film. That was great. What a film. Just a short flashback, uh, listeners. Me and Lauren put that on one night and we were told it was really bad and we absolutely loved it and we have no idea why anyone says that movie is bad. It's so wonderful. It is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. But yes, so toxic friendship movies, I think for some of these you're going to be like, oh, I should have said that. Um, Tracy and Evie in 13. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie since I was 13. Oh god, I've not seen it for ages, but that's I think that's a brilliant, brilliant film about toxic friendships because mm. it's just so accurate. Um, the plastics in Mean Girls, which you got, okay, which is just iconic one. in ways. The Heather's in Heather's. I haven't seen Heather's. Have you not? Oh, it's brilliant. And I have heard it's been on my watch list for about actually, seven years. I think years. they're remaking it into a TV show actually, but <laughs> well, you need to bump that on the list. Yeah, Heather's. That's yeah. really good. Um, the crew from the craft. Oh, I have seen the craft. Yeah, the flawless floor. Sorry, I can't speak. The flawless four in Jawbreaker. I haven't seen Jawbreaker either. Oh, Jawbreaker's a good one. It's uh, Rose McGowan. Okay, you might get this one. Catherine and Cecile in Cruel Intentions. Oh yeah, that's a great film. I love great that movie. Film. Oh god! They tried to make that into a TV show as well, and uh, uh, Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar was going to be in it. Sorry, I thought you were telling me off. No, <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> There's no spoilers. It doesn't exist. No, I know. I did they did they release um, it though? No, they. I think they shot a pilot and then it just didn't like yeah. go anywhere. Because like, they made sequels um, to Cruel Intentions. They did. I have not watched them because apparently they are dreadful. Yeah, again, <laughs> I don't think any of the I original see why they are in one. them. So, no, because the ending was so good. The ending was so good. Yeah, the ending was so bittersweet good. symphony. Oh God, what a what a what an anthem. Yeah, but yeah, so that is uh, some representations of um, toxic relationships in films. So you can kind of identify the things you're looking for. But I wanted to ask you these questions because these are from an article in Headspace, which is a brilliant app. Uh, I say brilliant. This is someone who's tried it and has failed. And I think Lauren, you've done the same, haven't you? Yep. I'm just my I I just can't meditate. <laughs> I can't meditate. I really can't. I really really wish I could, but I just. It's. I just can't stay still for that long. I know, I'm such a fidgeter. <laughs> and it's quite, when it tells you to kind of like, right, think of what's on your mind and then just let it go. And I just think, but I can't. That's my problem. I know. What am my I doing brother, kind of thing? My brother's so, big into meditating and he made us do like a meditation um, when my mum was in hospital with pneumonia. And it was so awkward because we were all just sitting there and the nurses could see us through the window and I was thinking, they think we're in a cult. They definitely think we're in some sort of cult. <laughs> It was like, I could just imagine you now with your dad, and because oh your dad looks like the most least uncult like person. He ever. was. I kept looking at him, and he was like, and I was like, "Don't laugh, Sean. We doing? He's gonna kill us if we start laughing." And yeah, I was gonna oh, say God. you want to take it seriously for like. Okay, so these are these are things that if you start to notice them in a friendship, you should identify as a toxic. So I'm gonna say it, and then we can both say whether we've experienced it okay. or not. Okay. You feel worse after spending time with them. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. Definitely had that. They take and you give. Mm-hmm. Majorly. Yeah. A lot with friendships. And I think it takes a while sometimes to realise they do it. And it's not... It can be... It, can't, it won't just be like money or take giving someone like a lift somewhere. Yeah. Or paying for food. It can be like emotional support, I think, as well. Yeah. Which I think is the thing that you really need to share. So I think I've definitely experienced that, unfortunately. You find reasons to avoid seeing them or want to cancel plans after you've made them. This is the one we were saying was kind of awkward because if you're introverted, sometimes you'll just cancel plans just because even just because you don't want to do anything. Yeah, I will admit that sometimes I just don't want to see someone because I feel really anxious and mm-hmm. just want to stay in bed, not because I don't like them, like I absolutely uh, adore them, but I just, like we said, it's quite hard, isn't it? So that can go both ways. Um, they do not support who you are. Mm, I don't think I've experienced that. Oh, you're very lucky. Yeah. Like, with, um, I remember when I was first going to film school, one of my friends was really shitty about it. It was kind of like, well, why are you doing that? It's just a waste of time. Mm. And I was like, well, you work in a shoe shop, so why don't you shut your mouth? <laughs> you feel like they only want to see you when they want something. Yeah. Definitely. Which is really sucks because it really kind of like lowers your self confidence. I think mm-hmm. because you think like you're not worth to spend actual like time together, are you? Yeah. Um. They cannot be trusted with your secrets. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've had this. Adele. Adele did that. Yeah, she started to like plant like fake stories and different friends to see which ones would get sold to the papers. So then she knew which ones were like bad. Oh my god, it's so sad that she has to do that though. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if I was friends with Adele, I would not mess that up for anything. (laughs) God, I'd be quite scared of her, to be honest. Like, I mean, she's a lovely person. Like, I'd love to be friends, but at the same time, I do not want to be on the bad side of Adele. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't. But you might get a really good song written about you. 
I was just thinking that actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there could be a, there could be a Grammy yeah. in there somewhere. Okay, and last one, they want a romantic relationship with you, but you don't want a romantic relationship with them. I don't think that's happened to me. <laughs> Unless I was completely oblivious. You're, you're... <laughs> it was me. I was in love with you oh, for a very long time. <laughs> thanks. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I have had this one happen, and I think it's a toxic friendship that isn't actually spoke about a lot because mm. people use the uh, lovable word friend zone, mm. which I'm pretty sure was a made up phrase by um, some men to make themselves feel better. But the thing that the thing that um, obviously when someone confesses their feelings, it can go either way. It can go like really great, or it can go three ways. I think it can go really great, and you end up having a relationship with them. It can go that they don't want a relationship with you, but you carry on being friends. Or it can go that they don't want a relationship with you, you now hate them, and you're now going to make their life a misery because they don't want to be your girlfriend. Yeah. Or boyfriend. And I've been on the receiving end of the bad side, and it was awful. And it's silly because you think if you really like someone as a friend and then like them more you wouldn't then turn on them because I mean, it's really childish when you think about it isn't it like oh you won't be my girlfriend yeah. well i'm not gonna like you anymore it's super fragile so I, it is it's a fragile thing and like i mean i've been on the receiving like i've been the receiving end like i've said to a boy like i really like you more than a friend and i've been told well you know i don't really see you that way and i'm just like okay cool yeah i never spoke to him again i'm joking <laughs> No, but it is that thing, isn't it, where, actually, like, yeah. if if a boy is rejected, I read this somewhere, but I'm probably paraphrasing it terribly, but, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the time, if a, a male is rejected, they see it as, well, that's your fault, like, it's, uh, yeah. oh, well, you're ugly anyway, or whatever, but, like, if a girl is rejected, they, they take it like it's their fault, as well, so it's, like, never, <laughs> like, I, does that make sense? Well, you it's, it's you never hear of a girl going on a school shooting because she was rejected by a guy. Although and recently, they were if oh, there, oh, there was one oh. there was one woman who who did that because they were she was rejected by YouTube. Is that the same thing? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, people in general are just absolutely mad. Mm. But yeah, it's um, there's just there's just you hear so many stories about. It's it's just bonkers. Yeah. It really is bonkers. But yeah, so that, I mean that's a, that's an element of toxic friendships anyway that isn't really covered a lot yeah. because people kind of regard it as the friend zone. And to be honest, I think the friend zone is just stupid. And I think people are just you know, what's bad about it? I, I can't get into I, it. I've got I too many feelings about it, and I'll make another podcast because it, it just does me mad. <laughs> but yeah, so the advice they give about talking about toxic friendships. I mean, I know you've been through them and you've managed to resolve mm-hmm. them. I've been through them. I've managed to resolve one. Okay. And we're very close now. Like we've been best friends for I think 12 years and like we we we've been through a lot and I think that there are times where I literally hated her and I was like I'm never speaking to her again and she probably felt the same about yeah. me even stronger. And I think the best thing that worked for us is just space and time mm-hmm. and just growing up in general I think when you're friends with someone that you met when you were very young you're gonna change so much yeah and it's you know I mean she was a part of a friendship group of like 10 girls and there's only one of them left that I still speak to every day Mm -hmm. 
it just just goes to show like how you change as a person I think sometimes toxic friendships they just need some space but sometimes they are beyond repair because it becomes quite controlling and abusive and it's just unhealthy like we were reading like the stats they say it's unhealthy that that um the thing whenever I say like I've resolved I had one pretty pretty bad one um it's resolved now but it's not like I resolved it and we're like friends like we are civilized to each other and stuff like that and like uh, I only ever want what's best for her because I have no hard feelings now I mean everyone's a bit stupid when they're teenagers um what concerns me is whenever these things happen when you're in your 20s when you're in your 30s that's when I would be a bit more concerned about things but not to say that what happens in your teenage years isn't awful because it felt truly awful um to me at the time uh and I was saying that to you before whenever um I went into therapy like a few years ago and they kept asking me about like oh well, what was like the moment you noticed that you had these sort of thoughts and blah 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 and um they kept like forcing me to th- to like talk about my childhood and I was kind of like no it's not like I had such a good childhood like and whatever and then um we realized that it was because of like that sort of bullying sort of being made feel really oh, yeah life. exactly and it was um it it never made sense to me at the time like whenever I would think back to it now it's it makes complete sense to me but I was saying how I always felt kind of sick if I was invited anywhere with them and I just always thought like that's so strange that I'm always sick whenever that happens but now in hindsight it was like fear and anxiety and stuff it makes complete sense now but it was yeah at the time I was just like this is such a weird coincidence that I'm always sick when this like yeah it's weird it can it, it can stem as well like there was I had a friendship that turned toxic and it was like you said you start to feel sick just hanging around with them and it's, mm-hmm. I think when you we were in quite a large friendship group and I just thought if I say anything to someone then I'll be the one that's like outcasted because yeah. I'll be the one raising the problem but through time other people started to realize it and like this the it wasn't just catty comments that she said to me like it it went on to twitter like this person was every time i tweet something she'd immediately tweet after making fun of me indirectly That's so stupid and it was and obviously everyone could see it and over time yeah. people said like you need to stop this and then she it just it just got overboard and it become a very much like us is them situation and it was mm-hmm. terrible and, like the the most worst thing was we had booked a holiday. Oh, no. <laughs> and I still had to go on this holiday did you go? with this girl. And I did. Oh, my yes, God. You're and the bravest was, human being uh, of all the human beings. of my life. Why did you do it that was, yourself? It was terrible. Like, it was... And literally, because I'd paid for it and I... I It was a lot of money and I was so... De- it was my first holiday in, like, 10 years. Um, and... I went and literally the whole process of it, like I went shopping for clothes on my own, I packed on my own, like on the way to the airport, like I, nobody spoke to me. So I like sat there with my headphones in on the holiday. I just felt so out of place. And like, that was such a toxic friendship. And then during the holiday, she was, she wasn't, she was civil. And she said like, oh, when we get done, we'll have to go out for dinner. And then after the and like during the holiday she'd be okay but you could just tell that there was something like she was just waiting for any opportunity to like kind of lash out and then after mm-hmm. the holiday ended and we'd went home we did not speak again but this girl would you know she had other friends and like I'd be out in a club and someone would push me someone would pull my hair 
you know, it got, you know, there's, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you don't like someone, but she was nasty. She was yeah. a nasty, nasty girl. And it made me laugh that about two years, so this happened about six years ago. And about two years ago or three years ago, I was out at a bar with friends and she come up to me and she hugged me and she was like, oh, you look so good. It's been so long. And I just kind of froze and just thought, wow. Mm. Like, we are not. Like you said, like, sometimes you resolve things. We have not no. resolved that. I think that some of the things, yeah, some of the things she did is just pretty unforgivable. And yeah. the, the horrible thing was, is that my other friends that I had that were mutual with her, I lost. Yeah. I lost them. So I lost a good set of friends. Yeah, and, that's um, brutal. But to be honest, over time, I kind of think, well, do you know what? If you're going to take sides in yeah. something like that and fail to see, well, so I find it is what it is. Like I, I did lose friends whenever uh, that happened with me as well. Um, I was lucky enough that I had like friends that were not in that group as well you know there was like so many people that were like in that group and like idolized her um and I was just like I can't deal with this anymore and I kind of started hanging around with one of my friends from like music uh and then I kind of got fell into her friendship group and they are to this day my best friends like and um but I lost like a very close friend during that time and then uh basically it was it wasn't even that like she didn't want to you know be friends with that uh, didn't want to be friends with me it was it was literally like the power like that person held all that power and it was a scary thing to to give up on that uh, friendship and uh we resolved that uh, me and the other girl resolved that maybe like a few months after we fell out but not even fell out you know but just like start stop talking sort of thing and now we are literally best friends we've I mean we we've known each other for 23 years um we had like a six month six month little blip um and now, I mean, we're, we're like, like at the hip. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, things work out. But at the same time, I've learned from that what's not good and what I will not accept. And I have learned Definitely. as well, you know, not that I was ever, I don't think, a nasty person in any way. It's not really in my spirit. But, you know, just to be a bit more empathetic, realize that even if you're saying something without thinking, you can still hurt somebody and to be a bit more conscious about definitely. things like um yeah, yeah definitely I think I just um, in that situation it was it it definitely like came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and I'd it kind of like come out of nowhere and it was um I'm just trying to remember like the whole timeline of events because it, it seemed to go on for like six yeah. months and it felt like it was never ending and when it was finally like over it was such a relief it was just relentless. It really was. Like, every week I'd be out with my friends and she'd be there and there'd be comments or there'd be, like, nasty looks or there'd be tweets. Like, Twitter was such a huge yeah, Twitter wasn't a well. thing whenever I, for whenever this happened to me. I was, like, 15. It was, it's just bizarre. And it's funny because... Um, so that was, like, 2012. But then I had another toxic friendship about two years later, which really, again we'd been friends for about 18 months and we were very very close um like we were very it was very one-on-one like we went everywhere together we were we we at each other it was basically a relationship yeah and it ended because um 
she wasn't happy with me reconnecting with other friends from school Mm -hmm. um and she didn't like the fact that I was going out with them and obviously it was just a case of sharing time and it was very hard to kind of sit her down and be like okay look well I'm not like this me reconnecting with these people is not rejection to you like it's just this is you know this is this is what happens but it she just couldn't fathom it yeah and the abuse I got on messages like I had like paragraph long messages of nasty nasty things about my appearance about who I am about my film career like it was horrible and it got to the point where I I sent her a message back and said look I'm gonna have to block your number if you want to reconnect and talk about this then um contact me on some in some other way but I can't deal with these messages Mm. I just can't do it and um so I did that and I didn't hear from her and um we had booked a holiday oh god another one it's like a curse it's like a curse We'd booked it and I'd booked it and I'd paid for it and she was meant to pay me back at the end of the month and she never did because obviously we stopped connecting. So I went on holiday with another friend um, and I'd bought her like a big Christmas present and um, I think I gave it to my sister or something. So like there was room there that we were going to like move on, you know, and we didn't. And then about six months later, she got back in touch and I was kind of like, well, you know, people make mistakes. This is Karis, by the way. This is typical Karis who forgives people mm-hmm. for being very nasty to her. And one day, hopefully, I'll grow out of it because it is ruining my life. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we reconnected. We It was just like normal again. Like we were going to gigs together. But then slowly over time, I could see that she, again, just wasn't happy with me having other people in my life. Which kind of makes you feel... Was it just a friendship? Yeah. And um, what happened was, at the end, she messaged me. I'm sorry, I'm going into this. It's but I okay. really talk about it. She messaged me on, I think it was a Thursday, and she was like, I want to go out tonight. I think she was celebrating exam results or mm-hmm. something. And I said, I can't come out tonight because I've got work the next day and I've got a meeting at, like, 9 o'clock. And um, she went mad. Absolutely mad. Again, the big paragraph messages were back. Um, she was indirectly tweeting about me on Twitter. It was relentless and um, it was really bad. And uh, But the next day she was very apologetic. And I thought, oh, maybe she's just mad, in a bad mood. Again, Carrie, stop it, stop it. So we go out on the Saturday. This is all in the same week. Now we go out on the Saturday and we go to see a film. And we do a double, so we do a back-to-back film. During the day, she was on Twitter tweeting about how unhappy she was to be at the cinema watching back to back and I saw it in the night but I didn't say anything because Karis doesn't complain (laughs) Karis just lets people treat her like crap and then the Sunday so this is that was Saturday this is the Sunday I was going out with some friends she was going out with some other friends so so I see her in the club and I'm like, you all right? How are you? And she blanks me and I just think, oh, do you know what? She's drunk. Again, making apologies for people that are treating me badly. The next day, I receive a notification on my phone from Twitter saying, you are a cunt at Karis Rian. With multiple girls who are her friends liking and retweeting it. Retweeting it, you know. And... I think, well, that's over. <laughs> this is horrifying to the level of which you accept. Accepted it leading yeah. up to it, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I thought, well, that's it now. I can't. Like, I've tried, like, n- numerous times over the past. Like, this is all in the space of a week as well, a week. And um, so, yeah, and I've, I spoke to my friend Charlotte, and Charlotte was just like, you need to stop being friends with her. Like, she's just, it's terrible. How did you not see that for yourself? <laughs> oh, because Paris. I'm not very good at judging people, which is why I always end up with bad people. Oh, I just um, want to hug so, you. Yeah, so, yeah, and I thought, it's um so like a few days a few days passed and I'm just like I'm sad I'm sad because we were very close you yeah know, it's weird so a few days pass and I've not heard from her and all this mm-hmm. stuff and then I get three Facebook messages from three girls who I've never met before but they're friends with this person and they were all pretty much within the region of who the fuck do you think you are? You're a horrible person. You will n- you'll never talk to blah blah again, etc. 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 And I just blocked them all. I didn't reply to any of them. But that went on this messaging thing on all forms of social media: Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, for about two weeks. Just bombarded mm. with these insults. And um, why did people? Why? What? Why? I don't... I can't even fathom, like, why people would do this to to other people. I would never... I mean, being... I would never say to my friend, oh, can you message this girl on Facebook? Well, this is the thing that I hate the most about um, when people fall out with people and they're like, "Uh, I don't like them, you can't talk to them anymore. And you're like, right, okay, they may have done something to you depending on the scale of how bad it was right but if that person's your friend Mm. and then one of your other friends falls out with that person but that person has only ever been nothing but good to you yeah i don't see the point in throwing away a friendship just because like i mean obviously if they do something horrendous to another friend but a lot of the time these arguments are so petty like i remember um that happened and when I was at school and people being like no you shouldn't speak to her anymore like I don't want you speaking to her and and I'm just <laughs> like but I can make my like I honestly I was so self-assured as a teenager way more self-assured as a teenager than I am as a, a, a being in my 20s I was just like no I like that like I like her why can't I talk to her like even though I was being absolutely like I I never received abuse to the level of what sh- that you you're describing at all. Like I would have just been, unfortunately, in their form class and stuff, and we had to sit at the same table, and then they would just be like, you know, ignoring me or like whispering and then laughing and looking at me. And even to be fair, sometimes I don't even know if they were even talking about me, but it was just me being like, oh no, that's about me, kind of thing. Um. Yeah. So um, it puts it just puts you off. I think, and I think after that, I mean. That happened just before we started filming Demi, so I was so that happy recent? to have like such a big district. Well, that was four years ago. Was it? Oh, yeah, I we suppose I graduated. I, I graduated four years ago, and I finished the score yeah, when I was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and the, the, this girl. Um, Even still, though, that's still in your twenties. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I mean, and it didn't stop there. Like, the messages went on for, like, two weeks. But then after that, the girl started messaging the boy that I liked. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, it's just... I just... Where do you get the time for That's that? what I... Like, like I don't care about anything do enough that. to do that kind of amount of work. I really don't. I really don't. Like, I, it, I just... I wouldn't say that I have, like, enemies. Because I think... Who has enemies? That's just such a ridiculous thing. Um, but, um... 
but yeah, so I was glad that we had Demi to kind of focus mm-hmm. on and do that for a while. So, but I mean, it gave me plenty of writing material. So you know, valid point, but still horrifying. I mean, it was, and I think like again, you don't get like I think when you're younger, people kind of tell you like you kind of get like warnings like oh, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're like abusive and nasty, like you have to leave them mm-hmm. and you have to get help. But they never sit you down and say like, you know, sometimes your friends can be really really shitty yeah. to you and this is this is how to handle it but i think you see it as a failure to yourself because i think everyone's there's that whole ability i mean this podcast is called not having it all and i think the idea of having it all is having a big friendship yeah. group and i think lately as well women especially everyone's like oh my god you gotta have like 10 bridesmaids you gotta have a hen party you gotta have a bridal shower you gotta have this you gotta have mm. that you gotta have girls that you go on girls nights with and you don't have to have yeah. that you can be you know, I've got some people that are so close to me and they're guys and we're not going to go to a hen party or a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got you, you're in Ireland. I've got other friends that are all over the place that friendships are so, there's no handbook. Mm-hmm. There is just, there's no guidelines. You can be, you can have so many different friendships. Yeah. And I mean, my advice particularly for if you're in an abusive friendship or a toxic friendship, as they say, try to talk to them but if that doesn't work, then you really, really have to put yourself first. Yeah. Because from experience, it will drain you and drain you and you will just feel terrible all the time. And it does, I mean, it gets better because, I mean, look at me. I have no friends now and it's fine. I'm joking. <laughs> that hurt. That I'm hurt kidding. me. <laughs> I've killed them all. Everyone who betrayed me, I'm joking. Thank God I'm across the water. Advice on ending toxic friendships. This is advice from Headspace because I am an unqualified, unprofessional, unperson. But they say you should you should talk to them. You should express mm-hmm. how you feel and then listen to how they feel because they might have an explanation. Something might be going on. You never know. Um, try and work more towards a compromise. Um, but if it doesn't go anywhere, try not to drag it out and just accept that things aren't improving. You need to stop being friends don't ghost them like just leave them like without talking because that's that what can I, sometimes lead that's to what I did worse things <laughs> yeah I did that as well so <laughs> it worked well for me <laughs> I just waited to the summer holidays and I was like bye <laughs> I was gonna say like should I ring up this professional and be like well what exactly does one reply to a tweet when they get called a cunt yeah. so what should I say it's like well um, they're actually you know biologically they're not that bad um <laughs> What was it Sally Fields said? Warmth um, and depth. Remember whenever Sam B got in that, uh, she called Ivanka Trump one. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then they were like, but that didn't offend me at all because I because it's uh, in our culture, like that is not really an offensive. Yeah. I mean, it is offensive in that context, but like it's also not that offensive in other contexts. Yeah. Um, but then Sally Fields was like, why? That's actually a compliment because like they have such warmth and depth. Warmth and depth, that's it. So I technically I yeah. should have said thank you. Do you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to get the Twitter history. I'm going to find the tweet from 2014. Oh, God, don't. Don't start more beef, Karis. <laughs> I'm going to say thank you. No, I'm not, because I generally do not have the time. But it would be quite funny. Uh, also, I this, do not support this. Dis- hashtag warmth and depth. That's toxic friendships for you. <laughs> But yeah, so that's 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 toxic friendships for from us from a non toxic friendship because me and Lauren have a friendship that is spans the ocean physically. It's so literally. pure. It is pure. 
Yeah. It's pure. Um, and speaking of gratitude, I'm going to say, I'm gratitude. I'm gratitude. <laughs> I'm gratitude. I'm, I am gratitude. I'm going to call my daughter that. Have you such a cringe? That's such Gra- a Kardashian name, isn't it? Gratitude Rian. Gratitude. Oh my god. Call it gratty for sure. I'm grateful for you, Lauren. You're my grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you for recording a podcast twice. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you for not swimming the ocean and hit me in the face for forgetting to record the second half of the podcast on Monday. That just shows how chilled I've become as a person that I'm just like, it's okay because things happen, you know, things happen. Um, right. So I'm grateful for you. I really am. I really am. I'm grateful for all of my friends, but I'm very grateful for you because you, I was, something happened to me last week or two weeks ago that was very hurtful. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast because it's still too raw, but basically mm-hmm. I do not believe in anything anymore. I think that, I don't know where my future is going. Anyway, Lauren called me when I was in a coffee shop and was lovely to me. And I love you for that. Because I, I don't ask you to call me, but you just do it anyway. And it's like, you just know. Uh, the second thing I'm grateful for is John and Marlene, who I live with. And because um, they've helped me find a new wing mirror, as my one is somewhere on the motorway. And I don't think I'll be seeing it again. Oh, yeah. I don't think um, you'll be seeing it again either. I drove past a policeman yeah, mad today. Agent. <laughs> I drove past a policeman today and he looked at my car and looked at the fact that my wing mirror was missing and I just slowly moved my head away. You're st- oh my God. <laughs> You're still driving without and, a wing mirror. Um, I have to. It Technically, it's not illegal. I Googled I suppose, it. Sorry. Mirror. 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 How, how do you say it? Mirror. Mirror. <laughs> we say it like... We mirror. say it like M U R. Mur. Like the one that Jesus got brought. <laughs> so when you Mur. sing like Michael, when you sing sing Michael Jackson, do you sing? I'm talking to the man in the mur. Man <laughs> in the mur. Mur. <laughs> but you get to sing Kit Nash songs without putting an accent on. My fingertips are holding that, onto the cracks in the foundation. I am, but you have a beautiful voice, singing voice as well. I can just impersonate Kate Nash, so, you know, there's that. Um, The third thing I'm grateful for is my health. So I had an Mm -hmm. impacted wisdom teeth, and that's now been fixed. I had short-sightedness, that's now been fixed with glasses. I had... What else did I have? Bad eczema on my back, that's now... I'm just going to list all the things that's wrong with me. I did, however, have my injections. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I had two. I had like they were awful, weren't they? The first one going in was really bad. The second one going in was fine, but then the second one ached all of last night. It was really, really hot. Like, I achy. one of them really hurt me as well yeah. for for like a day. Like or literally, two. I could not lift. I can lift up my arm now. It still kind of hurts, but last night I couldn't even lift up my arm. It was so painful. I know. I was trying to teach guitar, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I don't know how you did that." But it was funny because the nurse, the nurse, like sat me down, like gave me my injections then told me all these terrible things that I can catch and all these diseases and how I can become infertile. Mm. And, and then she was like, have a nice holiday. I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, um, not nice. <laughs> I'm going to be walking around with like a big bubble wrap around me. Like a hazmat suit. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's what I'm grateful Water for wave. this week. Um, it's been a really shitty two weeks. I can't get into things too much on this podcast because I'm still trying to work things out. But... Mm-hmm. 
yeah. So, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Yeah. I'm going to say nothing, and then I'll do another podcast one week, revealing it all. Or in four years' time, and like I revealed <laughs> the thing that Gail did. So, anyway, Lauren, yeah. what are you grateful for this mm-hmm. week? Well, uh, my first thing is you, because you said me and... I don't want to be mean and be like, not you. <laughs> but also because I do love you a lot. Thank you. And uh, I wish that we could actually see each other in person more often. I know. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we're both creatives and can't afford these things. You're too busy going to uh, not Italy. <laughs> I'm too busy going somewhere where I could possibly die. Yeah, this is it. Like, you could, well, you could possibly die here too, to be fair. Like, but, uh, gotcha. Probably just from, like, getting bottled outside a bar or not from, like, any diseases. Where do you think I live? <laughs> just, I don't know. Um, no, I mean me, from where oh. I live. Um, actually, actually, I have a really nice time. We just had some bad press recently. Um, I am grateful also for my health, because I had mentioned on the last podcast that I was freaking out about my hearing. Um, and I went to my annual ENT appointment, and they said that actually my hearing had improved to the point where it's perfect for someone of my age because I must have just been really congested the year before and so I can stop panicking so much about d- my dad like hearing loss um basically I don't really have it I still have tinnitus which is the worst but uh, it's manageable knowing that I haven't fully destroyed my hearing um and thirdly thirdly I'm grateful for uh well actually at the start of this podcast on Monday I mentioned that I was going to see Haim um and then I went to see Haim last night. Okay. I'm grateful for music because, oh my God, that show. Like, so the support act was Maggie Rogers, who I adore anyway. She was just so lovely and adorable and her music was excellent. And then they came on and they just were like a whole other level. And to so see good. like three women. Yeah, like three women on stage just like being unreal. And uh, I held Alana's hand, which was <gasps> magical. Um she came down off stage and then she grabbed my hand to like pull herself onto the barrier and I was like oh my god um the whole just really it was so inspiring and now I just like want to go and like learn all their songs and like write a load of songs and I just feel really inspired um and yeah I'm, I've, I've, I'm sorry that your week's been so crap mine's been lovely <laughs> <laughs> toxic friendship but toxic I know um but no but I love you so much I'm sorry um but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I think it's good sometimes to go when you go see a gig or go see a film, just experience art. Every you remember how like important mm. escapism is. So yeah, definitely. I am. Um, I've been doing a lot of that. So no, I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm really happy. But yeah, I mean, I'm. Um, I'm going on holiday next week. I'm really hoping that it will be refreshing for me and just mm-hmm. kind of like made me because it's been really hard like a hard two months it made me laugh like I went to the doctor and I was tell I had to go about my asthma and I was telling him like I feel mm-hmm. really stressed I feel like I'm going crazy I think I should be in like an institution it's just too much and he was just like there's nothing wrong with you I was like oh oh okay right he was like you just need you've got a lot of stress going on it will be okay I'm like oh right are you sure I don't need to go on like higher medication you don't want to like sedate me yeah no, you just need to, you know, it will take some time. And I was like, can I get this in writing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So um, I, know. I completely relate. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, 
so yeah but the yeah leaving you listeners with this week is review your friendships if you're feeling like you're getting down and you're not it's not supporting you just have a little think through what we said and maybe talk talk to them you know and see what happens mm-hmm. um don't air your feelings on twitter as you may have learned yeah it does not help don't go on holiday with someone you do not like which is a uh, mm-hmm. kind of not great advice i'm giving myself at the moment <laughs> anyway and um uh get your hearing tested don't as per Lauren. Yeah, get a hearing test. Protect your hearing. Wear earplugs at concerts. Don't is. ghost people, but also ghost them if you feel like ghosting is <laughs> the right thing. But not in a mean way. Like, not in a mean way. Uh, know what to accept. Know that what you're worth. You're not worth your friendships. Everything's wonderful. Have a, have a nice life. Have a nice life. Don't Facebook message <laughs> some girl you don't know to have a go at her. Just be nice. Just be Just nice. Be nice. Don't Snapchat other girls if you're in a relationship. Just be nice to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> Lauren's looking at me and she's telling me off, but you know. I'm not telling you off, I'm just saying nothing. I feel like we yeah. don't know what to tell people to do. No, do here's what I will say. Don't okay. listen to anything we've said that we haven't quoted from a website. That's probably the best thing to do, because we most <laughs> definitely... Do not have it all. Do you want to? You yeah, don't. But... You don't have your shaker, do you? You can't lead us out with the theme tune. Um no. Um, but I, I um, I've added lyrics. <gasps> Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. This is this okay. is gonna lead us out. Lauren, take it away. Oh, I'm so nervous. Okay. There's no one oh, here. Oh, forget it. One minute. <laughs> I know, but I'm here. What was the start of it again? Ching 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 ching. Not having it all. Having it. Oh, I, okay, okay, I've got it. Okay, okay. So, not having it all. Not having it all, but you know you can. Not having it all with Karis Rian. Oh my god. <laughs> I, 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 I used a dog squeak for, for emphasis at the end. They're a dog ball. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you so much. I tried. And I will um have you on the show again very soon. Or maybe not because Yay. you can't press record. 